Hey audience, let's get right into the question of the day. True or false, you need a doctorate degree to become a physiotherapist slash physical therapist in India. The answer will be at the end of the episode. Enjoy. Hey y'all, I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare and our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kakpomo and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. audience how y'all doing i am so pumped we are here this morning on another interview but our guest is a pt a physical physical therapist in a different country i'm gonna have her introduce herself i am so excited to learn more about the healthcare system in your country kushbu good morning how are you doing good morning i'm doing great how are you i am well thank you let's start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself I'm a physiotherapist practicing here in India. I graduated from one of the universities in Mumbai, Maharashtra uh, in July 2021 itself. So currently I'm seven months into the work market suite and currently I'm working as an exercise expert in health defining. That's exciting. Um, how was your educational journey? What does it take to become a physical therapist in India? Okay, so here in India, first you have to graduate, uh, first you have to graduate, pass off your board exam or uh, doing the 10th standard. Okay, so it's around 15 years of age. You do it, you do your complete your schooling education in 10th standard. And then you have to do plus one and plus two, that is your junior college, 11th standard and 12th standard. Now to achieve, now to go for a medical stream or an engineering stream, you have to go for science branch and not the commerce or the arts branch. You are there are three branches after 10th standard over here in India. So you have a science branch, a commerce branch, and the arts branch. Commerce, if you want, if you're interested in finances, you opt for commerce. If you're interested in some medical, or oh, sorry, this uh, media and stuff, then you opt for arts. And if in case, if you are interested in doing something, you know, uh, in, in medicine or somewhere, something in, engineering then this is the uh, science is the branch or some, something in biology physics then science is a branch you offer so after that you have to appear for another entrance exam which is known as maharashtra so uh, here in maharashtra in different states you have different things okay so here in maharashtra you have common entrance exam known as maharashtra common entrance exam so after passing out that depending on your merit you get the seat allotted what what made you decide to go on your path of education so yes uh when i actually heard about physiotherapy i was really very excited to know and before me, me, what did i do before choosing any profession i did my own research so i talked to various physiotherapists i looked up for the internet for more information it's scope how is it in india and how is it in other places in the world so yes mm-hmm. definitely that actually grabbed my interest and because of that reason i opted for physiotherapy Okay. Now I saw on your LinkedIn, you, your title was physiotherapist. So is that what, is that the similar, essentially the same name? Are you referred to as a physiotherapist in India versus a physical therapist? 
yes in india physical therapy uh, physiotherapists are physical therapists basically are also known as physiotherapists so in abroad in us and canada it's physical therapists only but here in india it's physiotherapists so it's it's similar but the name is similar but it's the exact same profession gotcha okay and uh, what demographics are you are you serving you know old young what sort of diagnosis are you dealing with now Yes, so currently I'm dealing with all kinds of age group. Mostly 90% of the people are from age of 25 years of age to 50 years of age. Few 10% are below 25 and 10% are above 60, above 60 years. So this is the age group I'm serving. So cases which I am seeing currently is obesity, hypertension, people with hypertension, people with obesity, people with uh, diabetes, people with some kind of hormonal issues. So yes, currently I'm more dealing with fitness towards the changing of the lifestyle towards the fitness. What type of settings can you work in as a physiotherapist? Okay, so as a physiotherapist, you can either work in a clinic or uh, you can either work as a, academic, a professor in the university. You can either work in the hospital as a physiotherapist or you can either go for freelancing, providing home care services. Okay, and if you want to change the setting, do you have to take a different test or can you just change your setting? Yes, exactly. So currently at this phase, uh, I've just recently graduated. So I'm just exploring various things. Currently I'm working virtually. So later moving further, I'm planning to go out for you know on-site uh, services rather than you know actually serving at the clinics or in the hospitals. Mm -hmm. And do you need to go back to school or take any tests to do that or you just get a different job? No, no. Here in, here in India for physiotherapy, you just have to get registered under a council. So there's okay. no such licensing examination like in US and Canada. So you just have to pass out your boots and then you have to go on with registration, uh, giving, submitting your degree certificate to them. And then once your license is approved, your registration is approved, you'll get a registration number. And with that, you can move on with your further practicing. Your favorite part about being a physiotherapist does for so yes being a physiotherapist first of all you are very you are in very 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 close relation with the patient you see patient on almost day-to-day -day basis and not on day-to-day -day basis at least at least two to three times a week so that creates a good rapport between you and the patient patient treats you as their family member itself and they're you know much more open to them much more open to you guys uh, to the physical therapist and secondly um Yes, you know, there are some patients who are, you know, during my internship, I got a chance to work with so many patients who are not able to even walk through their daily activities of living. So with physiotherapy, they are actually able to stand on their own, walk on their own. But yes, it is a long-term process. It takes time, weeks together. It takes weeks together. Mm -hmm. So yes, so for those, for these kind of patients, even standing on their own, it's a, it's a, at, at once it seemed to be very challenging. And with physical therapy, they were able to do so. So yes, making patient able to do something on their own which was which they have almost lost hope, hopes for mm -hmm. so that is one of the exciting part and mm -hmm. other than that there are so many in pediatrics also there are so many cases wherein you know developmental delay wherein child mm -hmm. is not even able to do some is not even even able to crawl on himself mm -hmm. by himself so for that reason physical therapy i think the, when someone is not able to do anything on their own and they are able to do it so yes, they are so much grateful to you. So that is the feeling you get when, when the patient tells you, yes, I was not able to do this thing previously, but because of physiotherapy, I'm able to do it now. 
So that is something which actually gives you a sense of satisfaction. And what are some challenges you face as a PT? Okay, so challenges as in, uh, yes, here in India, the awareness of physiotherapy is much more limited as compared to Western countries. So for that reason, only few selected population of people, are, they are aware about physiotherapy and they are able to access physiotherapy because physiotherapy services are really very high and some people are not very comfortable, financially stable so as to pay for those physiotherapy services. So yes, this is one of the major challenges, awareness and lack of insurance coverage. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, at times price, we need to reduce the prices of the services or at times we need to, you know, suggest something, suggest an NGO or some organization which is offering physiotherapy services at much less prices. Okay. And uh, altogether, how long was your education to becoming a PT? Okay. So ideally, it is a four, four years of educational training and six months of practical training. But because of COVID, my educational training went down to five years. And yes, there was a little delay in my practical training as well. So ideally, it's like because of COVID, various things have gone up exactly. So yes, ideally it is four years, uh, 4.5 years altogether. Okay. okay. So how has COVID affected your practice as a PT? So yes, during lockdown, most of the clinics were shut. Hospitals and hospitals also physiotherapy services were not given preferences. But yes, after the awareness that... Uh, cardiac physiotherapy is helping in so many better ways so as to improve the lung capacity, improve the aerobic capacity of the patient, help the patient not landing up with some kind of lung collapse. So because of that reason, after that, after the awareness was increased, yes, the in the hospitals, physiotherapists, jobs were safe, but in clinics still during shutdown, the clinics were shut. So because of that reason, yes, there were difficult times for the PTs, but yes, some of the PTs managed to successfully convert themselves into a virtual online consultation. So yes, there are some physiotherapists who give online video consultation. So they, by this thing, they have at least saved that job. Mm -hmm. And yes, the inflow of the clinics or inflow of the cases initially has reduced to a drastic, had reduced drastically. But later on, it actually, it was coming on track. It is, it is, it was, it is actually coming on track gradually. Are you working with other pro, healthcare professionals in your team or is it just you yes yeah, so in my team there are you know uh, people from various backgrounds some of them have done only the certification courses so they do not deal with people uh, patients having medical conditions so currently i'm dealing with patients who also have some kind of medical condition some kind of injury so the, that is my area of expertise because of that i'm handling those those patients so yes there are various there are people from IT background who have done some certification courses, but they are only helping people to lose weight without any medical condition, who, clients who do not have any medical conditions. So I'm someone who is dealing with clients having medical conditions who are aiming at better lifestyle, who are aiming at controlling their medical condition and not, you know, on the, who are on the path of prevention, basically. Okay. Uh, and as for how is your, what's your day-to-day -day like as right now? Right now, it is very simple. Work, job, do some other stuff, read something, watch television, and it's the end of the day. So it, it's like I have eight, eight hours job. So it's pretty much okay. simple. Work, television, reading, and it's end of the day, yes. At times, okay. I, yes, do visit, do go outside, do visit my friends. But yes, it's once in a blue moon, thanks. 
Yeah. Um, and what do you do to sort of relieve some stress? Okay, so that is a very tricky question. Relieving stress, I actually, I prefer taking breaks. So yes, after every two to three months, I, you know, from my side, I go on break, I apply for leave from my side, irrespective of it is a paid leave or it's an unpaid leave. I mm -hmm. take a leave, irrespective of whether the leave is of a day or of a, you know, few couple of days. But yes, this is, I usually go on breaks, I shut all my work and then I go on breaks. Wow. Wow. I applaud you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so besides that, what, what do you do when you, professionally when you're not working? How do you keep your education up to date? Yes. Yeah, so basically, I prefer reading books, various books on particular topic. So I just go on to Google. I just I search the name of the book that I want or a particular topic regarding which I want a book. So that Google provides me with various book uh, name of the books, titles, as well as from various authors. So yes, this is one of the ways. And secondly, is I keep update myself updated with the resource. I work on my basic. I read the literature so that I'm at least aware about the what are the basic advances which is taking place in the treatment process. Mm -hmm. and yes as for assessment things i usually go on for books yes okay okay uh like you said right work tv and, and read <laughs> <What are laughs> yes exactly so i should have known better um, what are some growth opportunities in your profession so growth opportunities as in you have various pathways of once you are graduated, you can either go for specialization, you can either, you know, gain some work experience, work in clinics, work in hospital, you can either be a researcher, you can either, but for that you need to do a specialization, at least here and now. Later than then you can go into hospital management, hospital administration and management. So yes, these are some pathways that I've considered for myself as my seniors who are currently working in insurance companies as a medical advisor so yes this is also one of the career aspects which you can consider okay and for you personally what are some professional aspirations for you for me currently i just i'm getting myself clear on to whether i want to be a researcher or whether i want to be a clinician i'm pretty much confused between these two but i guess with time i will be clear on this stuff Mm -hmm. And yes, for now, I'm currently planning for specialization. So yes, this is it. Do you, do you have any, what, what specialization are you thinking of? Specialization, I want to do specialization in musculoskeletal physiotherapy. So that is the physiotherapy wherein there is a part of the stream wherein we deal with most of, you know, conditions related to musculoskeletal, like some kind of fibrilgia, some kind of fractures, surgeries. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, and some of my leading to my last question, what are some of your mm -hmm. uh, advice you may give to somebody who wants to be a physiotherapist in India specifically? So yes, basically someone who want to be a physiotherapist, first of all, they should know what are they getting themselves in. So mm -hmm. first, my first advice to them is make sure that you are doing your own proper resource. Talk to someone who is into the industry for more than, for around five to 10 years or more than that as well. So second thing is once you are in your grad school, make sure that you're focusing on your basics because during grad school, most of us are so much excited to know more and more. We 
end up focusing much on treatment rather than learning basics so that is the second mistake you should be avoiding of focusing more on treatments and avoiding your basics so yes focus on your basics and once you are in your during your internship explore various areas so that you by the time you are out of your internship you have your degree certificate in your hand you are pretty much clear about what you exactly want to do on what on which path do you want to exactly walk on and yes with time other doubts of yourself with exploring and other doubts yourself of yourself will be solved okay and uh, just to confirm for for you to actually mm -hmm. be called a pt in india or you do you have a doctorate degree or what level yeah so currently i have a bachelor's in physical therapy degree here over here in and sorry over here in india we actually have a bachelor's degree and once we do specialization we have a master's degree and later on we can go for phd degree in physical therapy yeah phd in physical therapy or in, in any other specialization you want to offer so you, we have so various people opting for phd in musculoskeletal phd in some kind of some kind of condition so yes i know one of the physiotherapists who is do currently uh, specializing in renal rehabilitation the specializations that you can do is either in musculoskeletal physiotherapy cardiorespiratory physiotherapy neurological physiotherapy neuroscience physiotherapy or in cognitive physiotherapy okay in cognitive physiotherapy you will be dealing with patients have you know geriatric patients more of the open ended population so these are the four streams which i am aware of yes some of my seniors have even opted for management courses after you know after gaining some work experience some years of work experience they have opted for administration courses as well but very few but yes these are the five pathways that i know after master Okay, I see. So you're getting After your, your master's or your uh, and your doctorate if you want in different specialization of physiotherapy. Yes. Okay. Okay. I see. That's that's very interesting. Thank you so much for <laughs> going over. Um, you know, some part of of the the educational and and the practice of pt in india with us i you are you are actually our first international practitioner so everybody i've had here have been practicing in the us but i've had people who are from india or from other parts of the world but they are now practicing in the us i've never had anybody here who is practicing in a different country so i really appreciate you for taking the time <laughs> There's like 13.5 hour difference between two of us right now. Yes, yes. It's right now, it's 9.54 here in India, 9.54 p.m. Yeah, it's only 8.24 a.m. here. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, yeah, no, I really appreciate So when I see you the hours, I was like, wait, I should have thought about the 13 hour difference, but we made it work. <laughs> Oh my God, no, no! It was really very nice experience with you, and yes, I've, I was, I'm very glad that I, I actually thank you to reaching out for me, and yes, I'm really very glad that you have connected me and that we got connected. And I got a chance to share my experiences with you. Hey, of course, of course, and I'm very excited to, uh, to welcome you in the healthcare provider. So you're seven months in. I'm very excited to see what you end up doing with the field. Um, I'm sure you've enjoyed your seven months so far. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yes, but there were you. ups and downs, but yeah, that yeah. was towards the end. It was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much, and especially to do it in the middle of COVID, right? <laughs> That's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you did it. You did it. Um, and and I'm happy for it. Thank you again so much. I'm gonna uh, uh finish this so that you can go to bed. I'll read a book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay, no, I've had a great time with you. Thank you so much, Krishbo. <laughs> same here, same here, same here. All right. I will let you go and enjoy the rest of your evening and say hello to mom and dad and have a good dinner. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. All right. Thank you, Krishbo. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Nice meeting Bye. you. Likewise. Bye. All right. Now for the answer. The answer is false. You do not need a doctorate degree to be called and to practice as a physical therapist to some capacity in India. Now, that is in contrast, of course, to the U.S. where to actually be called a physical therapist, you have to have a doctorate degree. All right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. Bye.